Hello, and welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, developed by Infinity Ward, published by Activision. And I did not get a chance to play this game. I had a very sad tale of buying it on the Xbox store, downloading all of the components I thought that I needed, continuously getting a uh, little error message that said there was no data for it. And after multiple attempts, unfortunately, I did have to uh, get a refund because I could not play it. So I unfortunately don't have... Um, much to say about this but Caleb why don't you tell me what your experience was like oh absolutely uh, first of all I do have to say there was a certain individual because it's, Chris was very adamant about not getting a refund not being able to so I want to give her a call out for kind of like pushing him in the right direction and you know making him realize the error of his ways that if you don't try you don't get anything <laughs> I like that we now have it permanently on the internet <laughs> That I had to go and apologize to the boss. Yeah, right. <laughs> she was right. Um, so normally we start off with like anticipation, everything like that. This is not for both of us. This is not our normal type of game. Mm -hmm. um, the the Call of Duty games, they, they do have a storyline component. But let's be real here. It is mainly the multiplayer aspect that people gravitate towards with these games and that's not something that i'm really into anymore i was when i was younger but now i'd rather have a good story than three hours of me being shot in the head by some spin quick scoper that you know then teabags my dead body yeah I, my experience with call of duty black black ops which we'll talk about next week or the week after, depending on when this one comes out and what's going on with the schedule. But um, yeah, I was realizing that the campaign is usually more, it's just about set pieces. Like mm -hmm. what can we do to make it look cool? And then they try to throw a story together to kind of just make everything connect a little bit. And you're right, because a lot of their focus goes into the multiplayer part of it. Yeah, well, that's that's where the money's happening. You know, let's, let's be real here. But... I will say the reason why I got excited about this game is because years ago when the original Modern Warfare came out, um, it it kind of brought me back into the first person multiplayer franchise. Like I, I used to play games like this, of course, being the, the big one being Counter-Strike on PC way back when that was still a baby i played that a lot i loved it i enjoyed it I, I i loved that competition but again i stepped away from it because it's just not what i was into but i was in the navy at the time all of my all of my sailor buddies were like yeah we're playing this game it's fucking amazing you gotta play it and i was like all right well got nothing better to do <laughs> so i logged on and i i fuck dude Way too much of my life went into Modern Warfare 2 more than one, but two, holy crap. Well, I was going to say, yeah, because my basic knowledge of... Now, I played Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and I really actually liked the story of yeah. that one. That was a really fun one that I've gone back to a couple of different times. Hey, guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. Um, but I do know that I, you know, I, I know the big surprise that happened in the, the first modern warfare. And yeah. then obviously in the second one, you had the Russian, no Russians in the airport. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or anything, but I just quick. So is this a remake of that original one or is this just a, 
a new one that they've reused the name. So no, it, it's they've kind of reused the name, okay, and they've brought it up to modern, literally modern times. What's going on? Because it actually takes place in 2019, okay, which is when the game was released, and um, you're playing. You, mostly, you play a CIA officer named Alex, mm. and you're kind of going through this this special ops situation where you end up getting hooked up with like British Secret Service. So there there are some characters that are very similar. Okay. Um, but it's not like a remake. Uh, you know, honestly, I couldn't even tell you. Okay. Because. I don't think I ever actually made it all the way through the original Modern Warfare story campaign. Uh, okay. Um, I do know, like, there are some changes to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how much of it is like the first, the original, I have no idea. Because, okay. again, I was everybody I was playing with was mainly focused on the multiplayer aspect. That's what I wanted to do was play with my friends. So... Fuck the storyline. <laughs> um, but this one, I kind of looked at it and went, you know what? I'm going to spend this much money on a game. I'm going to play through the storyline. And, you know, our mutual friend, he loves these games. He's played every single one of them. I know that he he's more of a Black Ops person than he is this. And let's be real here because there is a gameplay difference between Black Ops and Modern Warfare. And... But he uh, he kept telling me, like, dude, you got to start playing the storylines of these games. You would really enjoy the storyline of these games. So I did. And I, I got to be honest, like this one kind of blew me away. It was fun. It was interesting. It was difficult. There was there was a lot of realism in it, um, which really kind of surprised me for a game that really just mainly focuses on multiplayer because mm-hmm. like you basically you're trying to stop a terrorist organization of like combined in Israelis and Russians that are using a gas that has been outlawed for ever and releasing it in these very dense, heavily populated areas. And so that's your, that's your whole goal. Okay. You end up hooking up with this girl. Can't remember her name. But she is she is actually one of the people that you can play in warfare. Um, you find out her brother is the one that's working with the Russians to develop and distribute the remaining of the gas and everything and start triggering it for release. So mm-hmm. you end up hooking up with her to stop them. And yeah, it, basically, it just runs through this quick storyline. Like, I, God, I think it took me maybe... And I was playing on the hardest difficulty, six, seven hours to go through. Yeah. But for a first person shooter storyline, that's not bad. I'll, I'll, I'll give that mad props. Like I really enjoyed the storyline aspect of it because it drops you into a couple of different places. Like there's one mission where you have to invade this hideout. Um, I want to say it's in England, but you're at night and you work your way through the community, get to the back of the house, and then you have to infiltrate the house and go through the house, clearing it all out because mm-hmm. you're looking for the big bad or at least information on him. And I've probably replayed that mission a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It's fun. 
like i really wish you could have gotten in and played the game because there are certain things like that where it's fun yeah like you enter in through the kitchen right and the next room over of course is the dining room and in the dining room there's three people discussing the fact that they need to do action and one of them's like no we need to we need to be calm and everything like that and your first little challenge is to kill all three of them without raising alarm th throughout the rest of the house. So you do that, you move upstairs, you kick open one door, you got to kill a person in there. Then they've, they're kind of basically alerted to you at that point. Cause they're shouting that happens and all mm. that shit. And so you start crossing the next door and literally the person in front of you just gets blown away by a fucking shotgun through the door. And so you like somebody drags him out of the way and then you've got to kind of figure out like, okay, how can I get in there and eliminate this guy without getting shot in the fucking face? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one where like he's, I say it's his wife for all I know, it's some random girl, but he's holding her hostage. Mm -hmm. So you kill him to spare her. And then she then grabs the AK and you end up having to kill her. Oh, wow yeah like it's it's really like what the fuck just happened like i just <laughs> saved your life and then you try to kill me as well and it it kind of shows you that realism of like the things that they'll go through and do to try and like stop you from killing them but yet stick to their beliefs mm -hmm. you know and it it it's a fun mission a lot of them are there's the one with a sniper rifle and this is where i got a little upset Okay. Because it got me really excited. Um, the one chick's brother, he starts off on your side, and he, you know, playing that double agent bullshit. And he hands you his sniper rifle, and he's, he's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you how to shoot, basically. And in the storyline campaign, they do drop and wind. Mm-hmm. So you actually have to accommodate for drop and wind as you're shooting through the scope and i loved it <laughs> it was so immersive so real you get into multiplayer where the fuck's the wind <laughs> i'm sorry are you telling me in all the maps that i play there is zero wind there's no wind, wind does not exist in call of duty mm. like no it's it's fuck drop does there is drop mm -hmm. but wind is not a factor and i'm like and i kind of get it like in multiplayer it's fast paced it's everything like that you want to get rid of quick scoping incorporate wind mm -hmm. with the sniper rifles you can't quick scope at a distance like sorry at a distance like some of these quick scopes mm -hmm. i'm watching are like clear across the map you can't do that if the wind fucking pushes the bullet you actually have to snipe with it I love sniping in games. That's, I just, I love it. I love that feeling of here I am tucked away in my little sniper's nest, picking off people as they think they're going about doing their own little thing. I'm sick. I'm twisted. I love it. I like watching their bodies just go bloop <laughs> and me go, ha, fucker, I shot you in the head. But when I'm playing a game like this against people like that, I'm like, there's no there's no fun in this. You're not you're not using any skill. Mm. And I know I'm going to get fucking yelled at about that because there is skill. Don't get me wrong. It, in 
Warzone and the multiplayer, they've added in challenges along the side. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you complete challenges and it gives you XP boosts to level up. Mm-hmm. One of the challenges is get like 10 quick scope kills with a sniper rifle or with the sniper scope or like a sniper rifle type scope. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm not getting that one today because I can't do it. I, I like I think in my entire time, I have maybe been able to quick scope a dozen times. Mm -hmm. Maybe. And that was like some of that. I'll be honest. Dumb fucking luck dumb luck <laughs> like it but i can't i'm not a quick scoper i'm one that would i'd rather tuck myself away monitor and kill and i say this also at the same time i'm not a camper either so i'll kill one or two people and then i move because to me that's that's kind of what you do that's what you're supposed to do yeah and i like i try to add this element of realism <laughs> to it and eventually i just get pissed and then i like people really get pissed because then i pull out a pistol and i run around and i just start killing everybody with my fucking pistol and i'm just like well i'm fucking done with you <laughs> you quick scoping assholes so so you're bringing <laughs> so you're bringing an element of rpg into your online call of duty playing <laughs> yes which i i will be honest in certain effects um warzone has actually really helped out with that yeah I, I will give Call of Duty props for Warzone. I because it's squad based or it can be squad based. You can run through it solo. It's not as much fun, but you get a squad of four going. You guys are talking. You guys are communicating. You're calling out and everything like that. It's fun. It it, it the immersion's there. The you're you're almost like you're playing the role. Like oh he's right here. You know, granted, the whole, like, oh, he's shooting me. Oh, I'm down. Oh, he shot me in the face and I died. Like, yeah, that doesn't really happen in real life. But, you know, right. for the fact of, like, oh, I spotted him. He's at green building, back left corner. Yeah. Or I'm getting shot at building southwest of us on the roof. Yeah. I saw I saw something coming over there. Yeah. yeah. And there's, like, a ping mechanic. So you can, like, if you can get him and then your crosshairs you you can ping them mm. so it shows up for like three seconds their location and it tracks them and then it the the last known location of them after the three seconds stays there for like another five and mm. then it'll disappear so like if i see somebody i can be like i can ping that location and be like there's somebody here yeah and then you can work as a team to go through and like clear the building mm -hmm. and if you have really good communication like these are people that you're you play with often which it took me a little bit because i've only got a couple of buddies that that do this kind of stuff um and they're not on yeah. <laughs> a lot um so i was i was doing random pickup groups but after dropping into god hundreds thousands of pickup groups I eventually made friends with a couple of people where I was like, you guys know what you're doing. You can clearly see I know what I'm doing. And then when they were on and I was on, we'd team up and run through and I could still have hours of fun on it. And like, yeah, there was only a couple of occasions where you meet some assholes that like, you're like, oh my God, dude, you're like five. <laughs> and you're the words coming out of your mouth. Like, I swear like a sailor 
for obvious reasons. But damn, dude. Like, oh, <laughs> because they're they're bad. Like, it, it's the keyboard warrior mentality. Yeah. Right. I can say whatever the fuck I want because you can't find me, which is bad on this game. Like, I always thought it was a joke. You know, you would see these see these little videos of people and be like, are you fucking kidding me? You're just a fucking child. And, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. and I'm like. Yeah, but that child's talking like he's 27. Like, damn. Where's this kid's parents? Right? And like, nope, nope. That's a thing. It happens. They they added a feature of um, death comms. So when you kill somebody for like th- two to three seconds afterwards, whatever they say, you can hear. Mm. Right? It like patches into your communications. So, like, you'll have people who just, like, fucking rage scream, right? <laughs> or, like, no fucking way! Or cheater! And, like, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. It's it's really funny. But And I get where their, their like, mentality comes from. Because there's a lot of times where I'm like, there's... How? Mm-hmm. How did he even see me? How did he shoot me? How did he, like, how? I don't... How? <laughs> and because, you know, after a while, you learn the mechanics of the game, but fuck you just don't it, it's mind-boggling in a sense because you're just like there's no there's no way i'm using the same rifle with the same loadout with the and i'm a damn good shot with a sniper rifle like and i can calculate on the fly right mm-hmm. like basically once i get the distance down which the pinging helps with because you ping the location you drop out of your scope you see what how far it is you zoom back down your scope and then you know yeah and from there i can use that i normally like ping a landmark so if i'm up in the mountains and i've got the the um air traffic control tower Mm -hmm. right i can ping the air traffic control tower know where that is and then i know how far away certain other points are from that Mm -hmm. so if you're running away i can kind of go oh they're 450 you know kilometers away boom and make my adjustments fire and i can hit you Mm -hmm. and i can hit you on the fly because i actually understand like you there's like three some say four different run speeds in the game and um but like i can tell after a while how fast you're running Mm -hmm. and even if you change that speed i can make my adjustments i'm a pretty damn good shot but then there are people that I'm seeing are like sniping me from a hundred thousand kilometers away. <laughs> and I'm like, how, how are you doing this? I, and then you, you can watch them. You can spectate after you die. Mm-hmm. You watch them for a little bit and it'll tell you like if somebody's spectating you, because most of the time, if you're being spectated, it's because they believe you're cheating. Yeah. So they're probably going to report you whether you are or not. They're probably going to report you. And, uh, yeah, I'll start watching them and you can tell like, as you're watching them, they pretend to be like terrible because there's a lot of these people, they basically have no skill without their hacks. Mm -hmm. So if they disable their hacks, you can basically be like, yeah, there's no fucking way this guy could have shot me from that far. There's just none. There's, it takes a certain level of skill to do it. And then 
they'll turn back on their hacks and you can tell immediately because that skill level goes through the fucking roof. <laughs> like it's insane. And that's annoying, right? Like mm-hmm. that's a huge annoying part of all multiplayer games that are competitive like that. Yeah. But I can honestly say like I haven't experienced it too often, but when you do experience it, you, you kind of just don't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. And that would be the only thing about like the multiplayer aspect of this game that I would just basically be like, yeah, no, (laughs) I'm done because as much fun as I have playing with my other friends, if we're just going to be hacked by some fucking three year old, you know, yeah, like literally I saw a video where a dad, he enabled all these hacks, gave the controller to his three year old and his three year old beat like wasn't victorious but got like 27 kills in warfare which anybody who plays warfare knows breaking 20 kills is a feat it's it's a feat because that's hard Mm -hmm. you have like 145 people varying different size teams depending on which kind of royale you join and actually coming across 20 that you can kill and isn't picked off by one of your teammates or something like that it's hard like but that's just it 27 of them by himself and that's because this kid literally he landed and then he like jumped out of the plane immediately bolted down to the ground and then just looked up with his aimbot hack and pulled the trigger Uh with his rifle as he was picking people off as they were falling down from the sky that was it. Jeez. He got hit like 15 kills within the first three minutes of the game because that's that's all he needed to do. And like when that happens to you, you're just kind of like, I'm done. <laughs> Fuck you, game. Come on, Activision. Like figure out some fucking way to get rid of these assholes. Yeah. Because like, damn. Now, don't get me wrong. They enabled co- cross-platform play. That's that's for the single player co-op and for the multiplayer function, which was really nice. But of course, by the time that I found out that this was it, I had already bought the game on the Xbox or I probably would have bought it on the PlayStation. But uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that I bought it on the Xbox. Like I, I pushed me to buy an elite controller, <laughs> which some people are like, oh, well, that's that's cheating in and of itself. Oh. What the fuck ever? No, no, it's not. No. Because everybody can buy an Elite controller and train their brain to use it. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Well, to me, it's like I can buy a keyboard and mouse. And the only way that I'd be deceiving you, and there is there is deception going on. There is a device that you can plug into your Xbox that makes your Xbox read it as a controller, but you're using a keyboard and mouse setup. Hmm. And that will fuck with you because then you're seeing these controller players which let's be real here. There's there's pluses and minuses to playing on a controller compared to playing on a keyboard and mouse, mm. right? But if it tells me that you're playing on a controller and you're actually playing on a keyboard and mouse, there's a whole different level of gameplay that comes with that. Yeah. And I I understand that. If I enter in a match and I spectate somebody for a while, you can easily tell, nope, this is somebody who has skill. This is somebody who plays with a keyboard and mouse. That has been playing this game basically since they were walking mm-hmm. and they've got their own skill in it. And then I drop out of spectating them because 
a loss is a loss, man. I'm not I'm not a top ten fucking player mm. in Call of Duty, nor do I want to be one. Let's let's get clear here. Mm. I do not want to reach the elites of Call of Duty play. I have a life. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm totally joking. No. <laughs> like there's good money in this. I, it's just not something that interests me. Yeah. But it, it's it's fun. Like, I know you're not into competitive things, but I, I really wish you would have given it a shot because, dude, there's it's it's fun when you have people to play with. It can mm. be funny. It can be it can be entertaining. I think it's all like I actually said it a little bit earlier, which is part of the reason why it popped into my head. It's a glass half full or half empty type of situation, right? Yeah. There's been days where I popped in and I play with my cousin and we'll, we'll play one, two rounds and we're killing it. We're on fire. We're in sync. We're annihilating shit. And we just, you know, shit happens. We just get picked off, but we'll be in like the top five, you know, final circle. And it's just gotten, we're we're playing quads and it's just the two of us and you know there's still two full teams out there type deal there's only so much you can do and <laughs> it's basically you versus eight players and they all kind of go hey look they only have two people in their squad that's an easy squad to kill right there yeah let's let's fuck them up there's only so much you can do but we were on fire we're killing it the next 20 games after those two, we la- we spend more time in the load lobby because we drop in, kill one or two people, then get eliminated, mm-hmm. fail in the gulag, and then we're basically booted out of the game. Congratulations, you got 49th place. <laughs> Yay! Like... But... And we'll joke about it. Like, oh, man, that one really sucked. Like, what were you doing... I don't know, man. I hit this wall and I just like, for whatever reason, I thought I could shoot through my way through the wall. I saw the guy I was shooting at him. I dropped down and I just started shooting at this wall and my brain just never clicked And Dude, stand the fuck back up. <laughs> like you can't hit him through this wall. Stand the fuck back up. And we joke about it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But we, because we also don't, care about like statistics yeah we don't care about our standings we don't like there's our buddy is one of them he is a hardcore player when it comes to his kd ratio yeah it drops he's unhappy he's unhappy like and like we were discussing it he plays black ops which i've played a little bit of black ops um the way black ops plays is a lot faster in my mind than modern warfare i loved modern warfare i was a modern warfare player Mm. i was never really a black ops player so the way modern warfare played reminded me very much of the original ones like the speed in which it was going how things were doing the weaponry all of it very much like the original one 10 years ago right Mm. actually i think it's longer than 10 years ago but um it it totally like synced with me where he's used to doing things on a much faster pace. So we would play multiplayer together and I could see the, the change in his play style and it had nothing to do with him. He's a good call of duty player in general, 
but because of the differences in the way modern warfare plays complete compared to the way black ops plays you watch him play black ops you're like dude where was this game like two days ago when we were playing modern warfare Mm -hmm. like you can easily get 40 and two which is 40 kills two deaths Mm -hmm. we play modern warfare you're you're lucky to break 11 kills with like 12 deaths Mm -hmm. like what dude what's what's kind of going on and he gets really mad about it so i stopped talking to him about (laughs) it because it was it was kind of like this has made an uncomfortable situation even worse right but uh yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was super fun. The storyline was super good. I, I loved the, like, how real it felt. I felt really immersed mm-hmm. in the storyline of the game. And I'm super excited about the second one that's coming out. They are <laughs> Modern Warfare 2. You know, we just gotta, we gotta keep the same naming scheme as we did how many years ago? I know you just looked it up. Yep, uh, 2007. Holy crap, yeah. man. Like, so, okay, 13, 14 years ago? Yeah, pretty much. Um, At time of recording? And, like, yeah, like, but they're, yeah, they're coming out with the sequel, Modern Warfare 2. Um, I do know this one is going to have Ghost in it, which was a big factor in the original Modern Warfare 2. He was he was a huge character in that one. So was he on the cover of that one? I think he was. Oh no! Or no! I th- no! I think he no he wasn't. That was just another soldier walking away from something. He was on the he was in Call of Duty Ghosts. He was on the cover of that one. Well, yeah. Which that one? I had that one. That one. That one wasn't good. <laughs> like it just it just wasn't. I don't, yeah. But, uh, no, so, like, I'm really excited for the sequel and how they continue on this storyline. Um, and then, like, even then, even now, like, this is one that if my cousin calls me up and goes, hey, man, I've got some time to kill to play. Do you want to play? I'll log on and I'll still play with him because it's still enjoyable for me to play the multiplayer aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that I, I'm not doing it as much as I once was when it first came out. Cause I go through like waves, which is probably bad because like there are times when we play, we'll hop on. I'll be like, fuck, I haven't played in like a month and I'll start playing. <laughs> and it, it's clear. I haven't played in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> my skills are shit, you know, like, you watch these streamers. This is this is one of the big games that they stream, you know? And they they'll play five, six, seven hours a day, Monday through Friday. Yeah. That's a lot of time That's in a, this game. Yeah. You learn a lot of the mechanics and with how open the information is now. Like think about when we were playing Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two fourteen years ago, and it was there were no like okay here are the true stats of this weapon you could just go to a website and it would tell you like this is how much it's hitting for if you hit the arm it does this much damage if you hit the chest it does this much damage if you hit the head it does this much damage you can find all that shit now on the internet it's crazy and i'm not one of those players like it baffles my cousin that i uh 
the, my loadout sometimes because he's like why <laughs> and i was like because i like the gun it looks cool look how fucking cool it is. and he's like it's a piece of shit and then i'll kill six people with it yeah and he's like well it's still a piece of shit and i was like yeah but it's a piece of shit that kills yeah you're like hey i don't yeah you know what I, if john wick can kill three people with a pencil i can kill people with this shitty gun like i just need to make it to a point where i can use it no joke if they added a pencil <laughs> into this i would run around with a fucking pencil trying to kill people i really would like that's actually probably pretty cool like have it be one of the knives yeah just you're just running around and like bah, bah, bah. <laughs> because like again with war with Warzone, they've added in a lot of fucking packs you can dump a lot of money into this game or not dump a dime into it mm -hmm. like it, it it really depends what you want to get out of it um the base weapon sets basically once you level up the first time and kind of hit prestige level which is the max level and then the start of the new season it starts you down i want to say at like level 30 and then you level up from there again um but once you unlock all of the base weapon sets the first time they're all unlocked the only things that you don't get are certain weapons that come with certain dlc packs and stuff like that or certain unlocks that you get if you buy the season pass mm. if you don't buy it there's only i think there's like 12 of them that are free because you still level up through the season pass but you only get the free ones mm. you buy the season pass you get any of the ones that you've leveled up to unlock and so yeah it, it can be a money pit real quick and in a hurry mm. and i know this because you know my boss <laughs> came to me and went so there's a hundred dollar xbox charge what the fuck did you buy for a hundred dollars and i was like um call of duty points <laughs> what are call of duty points well they're just it's just this currency that's in the game that i really needed did you need it did you? Yeah, yeah, I really needed it. Why did you really need it? Well, I needed to unlock the season pass. Well, how much was that? I I don't remember. <laughs> so was the season pass the full hundred dollars? Well, no. Because I couldn't say yes. I didn't I didn't I didn't want her to be like, well, you can never buy a season pass <laughs> again. Right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, no. Well, then what did the rest of the money go on? Well, you see this really cool hellhound dog that I have? Yeah, I had to buy that. Well, how much that cost? I don't I don't remember. <laughs> She's just like not believing a damn word of this. Knowing farewell that she can just Google all this shit online, find out how much it all costs. She, it's a little game that we play through, you know. But I'm just like, fuck, man. And I blew through that hundred bucks and nothing yeah fucking nothing and i was like oh this can get dangerous this can get real dangerous for me and i know some of those like professional players that's what they do because buying the latest and greatest things you get early access to some of these weapons that you've got to do ridiculous fucking things to unlock and shit like that and yeah there's there's still problems with the multiplayer i i know i've talked a lot about the multiplayer but that again that's well that's part of the game six hours playing through the storyline and i i don't want to give it all away but ultimately the good guys win yeah <laughs> like it's a war game um 
I just in case if they redo, which I don't see them doing. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't see them completely like shot for shot remake of Modern Warfare 2. Because to this day, that game can't be played in Russia. I don't know why, but it can't be played in Russia. <laughs> for all of those who have played the original Modern Warfare 2, you would know why. Like, it's a very obvious reason that it is banned. Yeah. The, Russia even, like, I guess they went to Russia and even asked Russia, like, hey, if we take this level out, will you sell our game? No, if we just offer you the multiplayer at a discount, will you set our, sell our game? No, mm. like it didn't matter what they did because it was in there. They have offended Russia mm -hmm. and you that can, was it. You can even opt out of that whole level. I mm -hmm. mean, like when you start the game, it's like there's a level that's really bad. And if it makes you uncomfortable, you could skip it and tell us now. Yep. Like they set that up pretty well. I don't remember that being there at the beginning of it though like yeah. i had it launch day yeah i was not one of the ones that got the lucky collector's edition with the fucking night vision goggles mm -hmm. which i was like oh my god but yeah because that shit talk about the days of where brawls fucking happened say, over and collector's editions and collector edition stuff was more than just a statue yeah nowadays that's yeah. pretty much all that it is well no because on this one Guess what was in the collector's edition? What? Night vision goggles. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Nice. Way better night vision goggles, too. <laughs> These ones had, like, their USB charge. They lasted more than 10 minutes. Like, they were nice because our mutual friend has them. Yeah. He has both. And I was like, of course you do. Of course you have both. <laughs> Which I didn't know him, you know, 10, 14 years ago. I was in the Navy. I didn't even know you 14 years ago. Nope. But, uh just knowing how he is and who he is now like of course he has both and i i wouldn't be surprised if he bought the game and then later found the collector's edition on like ebay and bought it off of there yeah. just to get the night vision goggles but yeah he said the ones that came out with modern warfare 2 took like 8d batteries <laughs> and they only lasted like 10 minutes yeah, I remember we went into the backyard and we we're messing around with um what like the yeah. night that he got them and oh, so you were there when he got him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, like maybe not when he got him. I just remember that we were, yeah, we were messing with him one night. Yeah. Back in my day when we could actually hang out with our friends. Cracker Jacks and Whippersnaps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We went over to his house and he had him and, and we were all standing around in the backyard at night. And yeah, it was basically just like putting on a very hot, very heavy uh, hat that had a really almost offensive bright green screen um showing us quote unquote night vision and very <laughs> very awkward it was very uncomfortable did, and hot i just remember being hot did you just ever feel like like this isn't what night vision is it was it was more like how does if this is what like people who need night vision if this is what they're using god they like they must train so hard because it's you're just i mean like in this one you're literally looking at just a screen so there's no depth perception like i had no idea how close anything was to me oh wow yeah because it's i mean it would it would be like trying to to navigate have you ever done um like a VR experience where you put on a, like a, a 3d yeah. VR headset and then have to walk through um, like a 
kind of like a maze basically or walk like through a room not yeah. just where you put on the headset and then you're yeah, like yeah, stagnant yeah. and you're walking but you actually have to oh navigate. no 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 i've never done that yeah so like uh, so a good example is a couple of years ago i we i went uh, me and my girlfriend went to new york and we went to madame tussauds and they had a ghostbusters vr experience yeah and basically you know they put on a pack and a headset and and give you um give you a you know a proton gun oh. and and it's it's it, it was pretty fun right i mean like you're walking through these rooms but but it's uncomfortable because you're detached from what you're seeing yeah. So with these goggles, it was like, yeah, I could look and I could see our buddy, but I had no idea what distance he was because there was nothing in three dimensions because oh. all you're looking at is just a screen. Yeah. So, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. So like I could put it on and I could see in the dark. Yeah. You know, whereas right now I'm like, okay, I know that Caleb is about six to seven feet away from me. I put those goggles on and I'd be like, I've, I, I've no idea because even I could be three feet away from you. I could be 18 feet away from you. It yeah. Didn't really it was, give that. Yeah. There that's, was, that's it's very difficult. So that's what I remember. But I know thinking. the new ones, the ones that came out with this one. Yeah. Fucking top of the line. Yeah. Dude, top of the line. Yeah. He let me try them on and do that again. Sorry. That's he okay. let me try them on. And I was like, oh shit, this is. This is this is creepy because it really felt like this. This is night vision. This is it wasn't. I'm just looking at a screen. It was an actual like set of night vision goggles. Yeah, you know, like night vision binoculars or something like that. And I was like, this is cool. Like I kind of like give me, you know, my M4A1, and I'm gonna go through and like shoot up everything. <laughs> and it was cool. It was cool. And these ones last like way longer. And then on top of it, because they're charged through a USB, mm -hmm. you basically battery backup. Yeah. And just have a cord like running down the back of your head or whatever, down your back into into the battery backup. And those things could last for fucking ever <laughs> like that. You know, like it was kind of one of those like, wow, you these are actually functional mm -hmm. compared to. You know, the ones from 14 years ago. Actually, yeah. I think it was more like 12 years ago was Modern Warfare 2. But, uh, yeah, compared to those ones, these ones you could actually fuck around with and actually work. And it was it was really cool. And then I think it was like 300 bucks for the collector's edition. So not only did you get the game, the deluxe version of it, plus all these little fucking perks, you got an actual functional pair hmm. of night vision goggles, which... That in and of itself is three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. I like. I don't know how they made money off of that. I really don't. It, it kind of baffles me a little bit. But they do it again. I, 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 I'd fucking put my hat in the ring for it. I would try to get it. Like if Modern Warfare Two, they tell, give us something like that. Fuck yeah, <laughs> all over it. Because that shit was cool. But yeah, so like I. But back to it. I, I don't know if it's going to be shot for shot. I highly doubt it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they do, Modern Warfare 2 storyline, really fucking good. So, like, this one was really good. I was really captivated by it. It was really challenging. I played it on the hardest difficulty. Of course. I got all of the, the trophy unlocks for it, too, which that one was hard. Because there's... <laughs> so, you have to kill somebody by throwing a smoke grenade at them. So they basically have to die by the impact of the smoke grenade. Okay. 
and that's a trophy. Um, there's one level where uh, you're in the Middle East. You enter into this hospital. Now, the hospital is treating basically everybody. It's doing what a hospital does. Mm-hmm. And you're going through the hospital, and it's actually like a really intense situation because there's people lying on gurneys and on the floor and all this shit, and any one of them could pop up and try and shoot you, mm-hmm. right? And several of them do, and there's there's crossfire and all this other stuff, and civilians running around, and you got to try and like not hit the civilians for obvious reasons, <laughs> like. Um, but there's one where this guy's lying on a gurney, and as you approach, he pops up, and he pulls out an AK and goes to fire at you. That's your guy. That's your guy. You got to get it perfectly timed as he's popping up right before he pulls out the AK. You just dink the smoke grenade off his head and it'll kill him. (laughs) And you get the trophy. I had to replay through that mission 15 fucking times before I got the timing down right. Because, yeah, like, and it sucks too, playing on the hardest difficulty, which I kind of looked back and went, I could have put this on the easiest fucking mode and done this Mm -hmm. just for the trophy. But because I got so used to playing on that, like I'm one of those after a while, once you're used to that level of resistance, Mm -hmm. it's not really that difficult. You know what I mean? Like there's difficult moments, but it's overall not that difficult. Yeah. It's conditioning basically. Yeah. You've trained yourself to deal with the hardest possible threat. Yeah. But yeah. So like there were funny funny little trophies that you could get and stuff like that. But yeah, I went through it. I played all of that. I got all the little trophies for it. I had a blast. I loved the fact that for this one, I I think we've discussed this before, you know, the, the trophies or the achievements or whatever you want to call them. Right. I hate the games that are multiplayer based, which we discussed. This one is Mm. where some of those trophies and achievements you have to play multiplayer to get this one. You don't, there's not a single trophy or achievement that is multiplayer based. Hmm. You play through the storyline. You'd meet the conditions for it in the storyline. You get the trophy. That's it. That's cool. And I love that because they could have easily been like play 500 multiplayer matches to unlock this trophy. And I would have been like, <laughs> fucking a. honestly, that probably would have turned me away from it real quick and in a hurry because that just bugs me so much like there's no challenge in that outside of the fact of you're making me grind through 500 multiplayer matches Mm -hmm. where's the challenge where's the achievement where's the trophy right it's basically just a a participation trophy it's a participation trophy because all that it's for is for participating in 500 uh, matches there are so many games that do that you know, yeah. just just play this many matches and you'll get this trophy. And I'm like. And then I love it when they're like, this is an uncommon trophy. And I'm like, how is it uncommon? Like, how do not everybody has this? Like, it's probably uncommon because there's people who look at that and go, no, fuck you, game. And like uninstall it. And they're counting that like they downloaded it. That's going into the statistics. They downloaded it and didn't get this trophy. Yeah. Like done (laughs) but i'm just like fuck dude it it cracks me up when i see shit like that but yeah like i i would recommend it it, even if you're not a multiplayer guy or anything like that just playing through the storyline of it i'd recommend it 
now I played it on Xbox. You you went to play it on Xbox. I tried to play it on Xbox. Did you find out is this glitch just an Xbox thing or so I so w- once I was having issues trying to get in and play, I did eventually go down. <coughs> I did eventually go down into the reviews. Um, last time I looked, it was two point ones out of five stars, and a lot of the comments were. Data pack isn't available. The game won't let me start it. Um, stuff like that. So, you know, and I mean, if we look at the reception and the scores of it, right? So Metacritic has it as an 81 out of 100 on PC, 80, 80 out of 100 for both Xbox and PS4, and that should be Xbox One um, and PS4. Uh, Game Informer, 8.75 out of 10. GameSpot, 7 out of 10. Games Radar and Giant Bomb, 4 out of 5 stars. So clearly the people who are playing it are really enjoying it. My experience was that uh, it was difficult to get to play it. So I'm taking that low review. I am taking that low review from the Xbox store as solely Xbox users having issues with it booting because that did seem like a very common uh, theme between my own experience and what everybody was writing. So I don't know about PlayStation. If people were having problems, I talked to our mutual, one of our mutual friends about it. He played it on Xbox. And he also was like, I, but here's the thing. He bought the physical disc. I did electronic. That may be where the problem lies. No, because mine's electronic mine is digital i did not buy a physical disc because i was basically i was not lucky to get a, a collector's edition i was after that i was like i can buy the fucking deluxe edition digitally yeah done like and then i just waited because i was i i played the beta for this game mm-hmm. um which i was super excited about the they it was it was all multiplayer there was no single player in the beta of course but it um Oh god, I'm trying to remember what they what they called it. I'm seeing here if they have it on air and they don't. Um it it was basically bigger world maps. Mm. So like Battlefield 4 or any of the Battlefield games, you know, where they're like 60v60 mm. instead of these like 12 or 15v12 15 type deals, right? Which is what Call of Duty's mainly known for. I think they've done some 30v30s, but smaller maps, smaller teams. Yeah. Where Battlefield was bigger maps, bigger teams. You could drive tanks. You could fly planes, helicopters, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. In this one, they incorporated that. Before Warzone came out, they incorporated that, where you could go into these bigger maps that were 60v60. You could ri- drive around in tanks and... and cars and helicopters and stuff like that and you had these much bigger maps and that's what the beta was and um i really liked it because of course i mainly did sniping and you found a couple of good sniping spots and you could pick some people off and everything like that but even if you got down and aggressive down into the weeds and basically came into the middle ground of every map there would be intense firefights uh between each team and everything like that so like i i was all over this so i wanted it 
the fastest possible second that I could get it, mm-hmm. right? Which mm-hmm. is nine o'clock our time mm-hmm. the day before, because we live on, you know, the Pacific Coast or close to the Pacific Coast, but um <clears throat> I wanted it then. So nine o'clock the day before release, if I have it digitally, that's when I get it. Mm-hmm. Um and that's when I played it. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I think I took the next day off work because I literally played until like 1130 AM the next day and went, I can't keep my eyes open anymore. And even if I could, cause I thought about like taping them open, I just don't think I could function. I, yeah, probably I, smart. Yeah. I just need to go to bed and I went to bed for like three hours and then woke up and played for another six. Oh my God. Because it really did. It reminded me a lot of... It was the nostalgia factor. Mm. It reminded me a lot of my time in the Navy and playing with my friends and everything like that. And, like, I loved the fact that they're like, oh, my God, the nuke is back in multiplayer. Which, in the first one, it was a perk that you had to unlock and attach. And then you get 25 kills and you got to launch the nuke. I did that a lot. Mm. Like, to the point where... I stopped doing it because my games were only lasting like two, three minutes because I was getting so many kills, especially in some of some of the maps, which they did bring back like rust rust. I literally think is like, it feels like a four foot by four foot square piece of property that you have two teams of 12, just hashing it out in it's fucking chaos. Nice. Yeah. I love it. It's fast paced. It's there's not really a whole lot of places that you can camp and hide and stuff like that, because literally you can throw a grenade from one corner diagonally to the other corner and just boom, no. dead, done, totally good. Um, So like that even added to it. They started bringing back some of the old Modern Warfare 2 maps. Mm into the multiplayer so i was like oh my god i love this map this was what i did great on this map oh i remember when i threw a sticky grenade from this one all the way to the other side of boneyard to the because the spawn points were set mm-hmm. right so if you spawned in one corner you knew they were spawning in the opposite diagonal corner and all you had to do was take three steps throw the sticky grenade and literally i threw it 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 stuck onto somebody it blew up. I killed 90% of the team. Nice. Like it was two teams of sixes and five of them died in that explosion, which tells me that one guy ran a different direction. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the five of them ran together in a group and he went, fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> that was their sniper. He was looking for his high ground. <laughs> he was looking for his high ground. But like. And like that kind of stuff came back. So I was like, oh, my God, this is such great fun. I love this. And I did this and I was doing this. And oh, my God, this is amazing and awesome. Like I didn't play the storyline of it for like two weeks because I was just playing multiplayer and I was having a great time with it. And yeah. And and then it just kind of got to the point where i was like yeah this is boring. (laughs) Actually, your story reminds me. So it's no secret. I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, competitive play i don't do a lot of arena stuff or battle royale stuff when overwatch came out my uncle was super excited for it and at the time my uncle and i were playing a lot of games together we were playing destiny we were playing division um you know so he was like yeah you should get this you should get this game called overwatch it's done by blizzard it's supposed to be really fun and i know it's not really your thing and i was like okay fine whatever i'll play right 
So we ended up hopping in. We played a little bit. <clears throat> so we hop in. We're playing a little bit. And, you know, I would say maybe like a week or so has gone by at this point. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, let's play some Overwatch. And like, this is how little I remember about anything else about this game other than like what I did. So we're on a map where you have to push a cart into the opposing team's, um, okay, you know, score zone, basically. Yeah. Okay. I was the big motherfucker with the hammer. I want to say his name was Siegfried, but don't quote me on it. I, I may be confusing him with the guy from Soul Calibur. I think you are. I think it's Reinhold or something. <laughs> oh, maybe it's that. Maybe it's Reinhold. Like I said, I, I just remember he he's just this big fuck off guy with this huge mallet looking thing. I've never right? played Overwatch. I just, you know, you it, see it everywhere. So some of it kind of yeah. sinks in. Um, so he, he has this move where he can, he like charges forward. Okay. Okay. So, so we're playing and I see the cart starts to come around the corner. So I am like, oh, clearly there's going to be at least somebody with this thing. So I just charge straight at the cart. One of the, the team members moves in front of the cart and I ram into him, push him into the cart. And that's when I see the other four members of his team are behind the cart. But because I pushed him into the cart, there was like a shockwave that kind of stunned everybody. Yeah. And my superpower, which is like this big fuck off slam thing that's very directional. Yeah. That all of a sudden got triggered. So I hit the first guy. I kill him. The other four members are all super stunned. I do my super. All four of them fucking drop and I got a team wipe. And I remember screaming at my uncle over the headset. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I will never do any better than this. I hit record on my Xbox so I could have a video of it forever <laughs> and fucking threw my controller down. And I was like, I'm never playing this game again. Deuces. And I haven't. <laughs> I was like, I'm going out on top. God damn it. And that is what I did. And sometimes that's what you, that's just what you have to do. There are times where I'm like, just one more. Yeah. Just one more. Every time I do that, I'm like, fuck, man, I'm just getting, just walk the fuck away because I should have ended six, seven games ago. Yeah. When I had a KD of, you know, like 27 3. And I was like, yeah, I'm on top, baby. Like, I should go to bed. I'm a little tired. But you know what? I'm, I'm on a hot streak. Yeah. Let's just play. And then the next game, it's, you know, three and 16 <laughs> and then seven and 28. <laughs> and I'm like, just one more. I can't leave it on that. I, I Yeah, I got to get at least break even mm -hmm. break fucking even as many kills as deaths. And I never get there because, you know, I'm starting. I'm getting more and more tired. I'm getting more and more frustrated. Yeah. Like there's one habit that I have. And it's terrible on the maps, right? Like modern warfare's maps are very classic in the sense of you have three paths, one on each side, one down the middle. Mm -hmm. It's a common multiplayer setup, right? You have these three, there might be little different obstacles in the way and it cuts up a little bit, but basically one on each side, one down the middle, I'll run down one side, get killed. Like, where the fuck that come from? Run down that side again. Get killed by the same person. Oh, now I see where they're coming. I got it this time. Run down the same side. Get killed. Motherfucker got lucky. I got this. <laughs> Run down the same side. Get killed. Okay, okay, okay. They switched from that window to that window. That's why I didn't kill him. Run down the same side. Get killed. All by the same motherfucker. Every single time. And then eventually I go, 
Why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> this is literally the definition of insanity. Uh-huh. I'm never going to get the drop on him. He's completely ready, set up. He can switch sides. He knows exactly, like, I only have a finite amount of where I can come from. Why don't I just go down the middle, come up behind him, and then curb stomp the motherfucker? Dude. So I do that. I decide to change up my strategy. I come down the middle. I get through the middle, right? Killing off people, get to the area, get right up to him. And then some other motherfucker comes up the side where I was coming up, kills the guy <laughs> right before I get to finish like meleeing him. And I'm like, he can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. So, you know, a couple, couple more minutes go by. I'm running down one of the sides, get killed by a dude. Where that happened? And I'm back in the same <laughs> fucking pattern. And I just, it, it takes me a while to realize like, Caleb, dude, why are you doing this? <laughs> but I'm so tired and I'm so frustrated, right? Yeah. Like I'm not processing logic or basic war strategies. Like it's so funny how just using basic war strategies in multiplayer can fuck up some of these kids. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's so, so good. And, like, I love it when a kid does a strategy and he's like, yeah, yeah, I totally made that up. I tried that out one game and it totally worked and it was so great. And I'm like, yeah, you know, Hitler did the same thing in World War II. Like, crazy. What? <laughs> yeah, you just did, like, you know, Hitler's Blitz. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just made that up. No, bro. No. No, it fucks with them so bad. It's so good. But yeah, I it, like, I just, I got to learn to walk the fuck away. And I just have a hard time with it. It's the same thing like in Warzone sometimes. Because Warzone, you drop into the map. If you're playing Battle Royale, it's basically however many teams you want. And King of the Hill, Mm -hmm. last one standing wins, right? Yeah. And we'll get into a place like, (coughs) we'll get into a place like the prison, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll be going around, we'll kill a couple of people and then one person will kill us. Then you go to the Gulag. The Gulag's your chance for respawn. It triggers a 1v1 match, right? Mm -hmm. If you win... You come back to the map and you're parachuting in. And if one of your team members is still alive or whatever, you're parachuting in close to your death. So I'm like, I can get the drop on them. I always forget when somebody's dropping in, you get this little calm that says somebody's dropping in. So it's not like I'm a surprise or anything like that. Yeah. They know I'm dropping in. There's a distinct sound of a parachute as you get closer to the ground. So if I land close to them, they're going to hear my parachute close by and they're going to look for me. When you drop in, you have a shitty little pistol and they have whatever fucking weapon they just annihilated you with. So let's really think about this every fucking time I do this because I think I'm going to be like some super secret special spy ninja shit and I'm just going to get in there and like snap their neck and be like ah and steal all their shit 
nope every time i die <laughs> every time every time i'm like okay i can hear them they're just around this corner and i'll like peek around the corner and they're just sitting there waiting for me like hello motherfucker <laughs> and dead so there's stuff to learn learn from my mistakes kids <laughs> learn from my mistakes but it's, it's a fun game like as you can tell i i really enjoy it i really getting into it i am one of those people that i do enjoy competitive games when it's a fair competition and that's the hard part about games like call of duty and modern warfare especially when you get into the cross-platform to playing with pcers mm -hmm. um not trying to be a dick but it's just easier to hack on pc it really is it, it you can do it on xbox you can do it on playstation it's not impossible i always say where there's a will there's a way but it is far easier to hack on pc and that's where it's just kind of like this isn't where's the fun yeah like you're not testing your skill versus somebody else's skill you're testing some hack that somebody else developed and designed that you've installed on your computer against somebody else's skill mm. like i love these matches that i'll see where it's like glitcher versus hacker because there are glitches it's a game mm. it glitches it has updates they're installing new content they're doing new things it fucking glitches right well there was a health stem glitch where mm. you could just constantly unlimited stems you could keep stemming yourself and keep staying alive because mm. like it's kind of like Fortnite, where there's a gas that shrinks a circle to force interactions between players and everything like that mm-hmm which is good. I think it's a good mechanic. Yeah. Except for when you have a glitch like this, because then I can just sit in the gas and keep <clears throat> healing myself, waiting for everybody else to die. Mm. And then in the final moments, it's literally I can sit all the way on the other side, away from where the final circle is. This person can't hit me, can't shoot me. There's nothing that can travel that far. There's nothing that can go that distance. Mm. The only choice they have is to kill themselves yeah and it's like well that's no fun but then you get these rare occasions where you have a glitcher versus a hacker and the hacker uses their hacks in just a unique way to kill the glitcher and you're still like well fuck you glitcher but then you're like yeah but he did it by hacking <laughs> fucking hacker like why am i rooting for him fuck them both they deserve this endless torment between the two of them like because again like i knew of some of these glitches you choose to you know exploit them mm -hmm. it's a choice yes why outside of being a dick why yeah like there, one of the perks is a juggernaut perk where you get like this suit of like heavy Kevlar and like, it kind of reminds me of like, um, the bomber suits, you know, the anti-bomb suits oh, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. see in like movies and stuff like yeah. that. That's basically what it is with this big ass fucking minigun. You move slow as shit, but you can annihilate fucking everything. There was a glitch because... They um they incorporated where you could find a grenade, you drop it, and it drops this juggernaut perk. There was a glitch that happened that you could spawn an unlimited number of those grenades. Mm. So you could have an unlimited number of those juggernauts. Yeah. So like people were doing it, and their whole squad of four would be juggernauts. 
these things take forever to fucking kill. They're hard as hell. It's a perk for a reason. They incorporated one of them in the map for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because too many of them, it breaks it. It breaks the fucking game. Well, yeah, people were exploiting the shit out of that. And they thought it was funny as fuck. And I'm like, you know... Being the guy on the other side of that, just wanting to play a nice, fun game that tests my skill and everything like that, even if you were the one in the juggernaut and I'm fighting against your entire team, Mm -hmm. that's still a challenge. We're all playing fair. You picked up an item that was legitimate to the game. Your squad's still with you. Mine might be dead. I might be the sole survivor. It's still my skill versus all of yours. Mm Mm-hmm. When you have four juggernauts, on the other hand, it's no longer about skill. No. It, it I like, literally, the one time that it happened to me, I literally, I walked out and I just started chucking my shit on the ground. Mm. And I stood there. And literally, the one guy that was facing me just kind of stopped firing. And he looked at me. And he looked down at my stuff and looked back up at me. Because you can't, you can't talk to each other. So it's all through, like, nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm. And I just stood there. And I just stood there. And finally, one of his buddies walked up. He stared at me. I heard his minigun rev up, and then he fired and killed me. And I went, okay. Because at that point, there is no point. Yeah. Just fucking kill me. Mm -hmm. Get it over with. If I could have killed myself, I would have. Yeah. Straight up. Because there's four of you fuckers. I don't have enough ammo in my arsenal to do it. (laughs) And that's where it was like, this is not, that's not fun. Yeah. That's not fun. Like, if I could take away, if you guys want to take away anything from this, if you play this game, don't fucking cheat. Yes, please don't. Please don't. It just ruins it for the rest of us. I think that's part of the big reason why you don't really play these, in all honesty. I I know you're not a big competition person, but it makes that competition all the worse when you know you've just played against somebody who hacked the fuck out of you. There's there's definitely an element to that, and I mean, if we're going to get all Soulberry here, um, yeah, like, part of it is that, like, I don't, like, I don't find it fun to be dropped into a match because, you know, I am predominantly a story driven game player. You know, I don't I don't play Call of Duty for six hours. So, <laughs> you know, even if it was just the story, <laughs> I, I, I could play Call of Duty for like an hour or two. Yeah. Even when I'm doing the story. So like these guys and, and, and there's nothing against the people who do. Yeah. But for me, it's like. I'm not, I'm not getting anything out of this, right? Like if I had to play through the, the multiplayer to get something I could use in the story campaign, I would be mad about that on principle. Yeah. But if, but if that would be a thing, then at least it would make sense that someone like me would be like, well, okay, if I, if I suck it up and I play 20 hours and I get enough experience, I can get something that's going to be fun to use in the campaign. But because like, I don't, I just don't get anything out of the multiplayer stuff. And so like, that's another part of it is just that I'm not, I'm not completing anything. Not, I, I shouldn't, you shouldn't just say multiplayer because it's the competitive, right? It's competitive multiplayer, cooperative multiplayer. You're perfectly fine. Oh yeah. It. No. Yeah. Like, like I said, I mean, there are plenty of games that I play with other people where it's a cooperative thing. And this one, I have to say they did have a cooperative multiplayer called special ops mm-hmm. where it was a squad of four. You got dropped in, you had a mission. It, w- it was story based too. Yeah. So like that stuff was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, you know, I mean, again, right. Like, like I loved destiny. 
I yeah. love Destiny before a whole lot of stuff happened with it that, in my opinion, made it ruined. Wah, wah. You know, it's the same thing with Division. I really enjoyed playing the first Division, and that's a that's a game with a story you can play on your own. Until you, you beat the story. Well, yeah, and then you beat the story, and then, you know, you go through and you do some of the other fun stuff. Trust me, I, I rarely went into the Dark Zone. With Destiny, I barely went into the Iron Banner, which is their competitive pvp thing that, that's the arena isn't it yeah basically yeah. yeah the iron banner is just their arena i just you know but those like, games i hated the fact that there wasn't very much in-game content no and i mean that's the problem <clears throat> with live service as a whole is that you get to a point where you're like and now i'm out of stuff <laughs> like i'm anthem. out of stuff to do i'm out of stuff to reach for anthem uh well yeah like anthem. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the difference is for me anyway right like at least with with anthem i like I can have fun doing end game stuff by myself. Like I can yeah. still go out and do, do the grandmaster level missions and I can do them on my own. I don't need a team of random people. I don't need a team of my friends and family. Yeah. You know, I'm not. And that's what I, I will say. I did appreciate that about division. I did appreciate that about Anthem. Um, destiny you could to a certain extent, you could play all through the raids individually to get the better loot, you had to play them on the harder difficulties, which you, you couldn't do by yourself. No, you, you no. had to have no somebody. And usually for me, you know, usually whenever anybody ever talks about raiding, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we spent six hours doing this. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, it must be nice to have like that amount of consecutive free time. I can't go more than an hour or two without having to let my dogs out, like let alone be able to, you know, dedicate six hours to running through some raid in destiny, you know? Um, so that's really what my problem is with competitive stuff is that like, I don't feel like I get anything out of it. It's usually just, um, like a numbers keeping thing, or it's because you want to test your metal against people who play this, but I don't play it enough to feel compelled to test my skills because I know that my skills in this particular game are not as good as the person who plays it for eight, 10, 12 hours a day. And why are they doing it? Because so they can go into the, com the competitive stuff. So it just is, it would be like me, a guy who I love playing chess. I will fucking play chess anytime anybody asks me, but I am not going to tournaments and I'm certainly not challenging grandmasters. Like <laughs> I play my friends at chess yeah. for the same reason. Like why I would literally go into a chess match with a grandmaster fully with my arms and two legs behind, like tied up behind yeah. my back. Like three seconds. Yeah. Like, Done. yeah. Like I'd make one move and they'd be like, I have you in three. Like I, like just to me, it just doesn't make any sense, you know? And again, not that I'm belittling it and not that I want to take away the love that people have of that, but it's the reason why anytime somebody's like play call of duty Warzone, I'm like, nah, I'll go play subnautica for a 12th time <laughs> or I'll yeah. go play through final fantasy seven for, for another time. Yeah. You know, because at least that I'm, I'm getting see. And I think that's different. A, that is a difference in mindset yeah. though. Right. Because like my mindset is it, I know there are people out there that are better than me, but mm -hmm. I also know there are people out there that are worse than me. <laughs> and I don't really care either way. Yeah. I do it because a part of me wants to see, well, how long can I last? Mm -hmm. Can I actually beat this? Am I going to get teamed up in a, in a lobby full of people that are roughly my skill level, which to a certain extent, um, we do know that call of duty does that. They try to put you in a lobby full of people roughly around your skill level now there it has been some debate right on whether or not they're dropping like p 
people like me who have spent money on certain packs and stuff like that, if they would drop me into a lobby full of people who are lower skill level than me, because it's a, it's a shopper mentality, right? Mm. Here's this guy that has all this great shit and he bought it all and he won. So maybe if I buy it, mm-hmm. I can win too. For me, that doesn't really work. No. Because I, I know at the end of the day, I pulled the trigger first. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's that's as simple as what it comes down to. I pulled the trigger first. And so it's kind of, it, it for me, Warzone isn't necessarily, it's not the same as multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It's not. Because it's not a set map. Well, it is. But it's not a set little map where I have three options to run down and that's it. And it's, did I pull the trigger first? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's this huge open world where I can drop at any point. I can run to any point. I can change my strategy. I can work together as a squad. It becomes a strategic thing. Mm-hmm. I look at it a lot like chess. Hey, I know this team's here. This team's here. This team's here. This team's here. This team looks like it's moving to intercept this team. This team seems like it's camping. This team seems like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Let's go wipe out the team that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing first, <laughs> because they're the ones who are most disorganized. There's a strategy there. We run, we kill them. We find out, well, that fuck, there's two more teams close by, but this team only seems like it has two members remaining. Let's wipe them out before the entire team responds. Mm. Boom. We wipe them out and we work through it strategically like that. And, yeah. and we move and like, there's certain contracts in war zone. So you have like bounties. Mm. I'm a big bounty contract guy. Not only do they pay out pretty well and money drives the game because it's how you get your loadouts and stuff like that. But um, it reveals the location of one of your enemies. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power. Greatest thing. Mm-hmm. The two big contracts that I would pick up are bounties and recons. Because recon reveals the location of the next circle. So when the circle closes, it's going to close to that area. So you can go and get set up into a good position knowing... Hey, eventually the remain remaining people are going to be coming here, coming into this area and I can watch out for and set up for it. Right. So those are like good, good informational things. And that's what I look at it as. This is a strategy. It's not necessarily my skill versus theirs, but at the same time it is. Mm -hmm. It's my skills as a first person shooter player. It's my skills as a strategist. It's my skills as a um teammate Mm -hmm. right like all of these things come into play in this one thing and that's what i like about it is i'm not just going did i pull the trigger first was i quicker on the draw did i notice you first stuff like that that happens to be a part of it sometimes but not always and there's more to it than that that's what i really appreciated about warzone that's why i really like I really got into Warzone when it came out because I was like, this is fun. I don't like Fortnite. It's silly. It's goofy. I don't like building. I want a game literally where all I have to focus on is killing my opponent. Mm -hmm. This is a game where I can do that. Right. And that's. So I think it is that it's just a different in mindset. You know, that's where my mindset. I don't care about is my their skill levels better than mine, because even if that's the case. I pulled the trigger first. Mm. 
sometimes it's sometimes literally it's just that simple well and then you you touch on the hidden aspect of it right is that sometimes like luck is just required right like sometimes yeah the guy who plays 20 hours a day he's not looking at you and you can get the drop on him my track record with luck is not very good (laughs) (laughs) which is why the whole overwatch conversation happened because that was pretty much the extent of my luck in that game yeah like it was all, all it bad was gonna luck. go do is downhill from there. Yeah, it was all bad luck up until that point. I was like, this is great, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I just you know, I just knew that it yeah, it was just never gonna I was never gonna get that lucky again. Yeah. And oh no, and there there is aspects of that. Like, holy fuck, there's here's this guy just lying here, prone. He's he's scoping out the thing, sniping, and I just walked up on him. He didn't hear me coming. He didn't like what the fuck's going on, which is why like some of these people that I drop into games with, Mm -hmm. I'll drop out of because like one of the people, they're blaring fucking music. Their calm is constantly fucking on. And so you have one of two options. Deal with that so that you can continue to communicate with him or mute his mic. And then you don't have any communication with him. And for me as a strategist, I just lost a valuable asset. Mm-hmm. Like now I can no longer communicate with him. He may be giving me valuable information, but because I had to mute his ass because his music is too damn loud. Because for me with, you know, with headsets and everything nowadays and gaming technology, you can hear everything. Mm-hmm. Like I uh, literally, I'll tell my team if I'm the last one alive, I'll basically be like, you guys are just kind of BSing. I'm going to turn you way down. If you really need to get my attention, you're going to need to yell mm-hmm. because I'm going to turn my environmental sound way up. Yeah. So that way I can hear if there's a team coming from this direction. I can hear if, you know, shots are being fired from over here and shit like that. I can hear the footsteps. Like it was one of my biggest part of the reason why I quit playing Counter-Strike was because I got to a point where you could hear all that crap. Mm-hmm. And here's this guy on the other end of the wall and I could hear he was running from right to left. So I turned right, he popped around the corner and I killed him. And then it was like, well, you're hacking. You're wall hacking. You saw me through the wall. No, I heard you, you motherfucker. You're running full sprint yeah. on the other side of a fucking drywall. The games evolved to a point where I can track that noise and that's how I play that game. So mm-hmm. there's like, again, it's a certain level of skill that's involved. And then sometimes it's, it's dumb luck where I'm just running along and I get sniped and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, you know, they kill me and I watch the kill cam and literally they were just kind of scanning an area and they see me run in between two corners of a building and they're like, Oh, and they kind of track me along and I pop out and they boom, I run right into their crosshairs <laughs> because they caught me. Yeah. They caught me in this just half a second glimpse through a window or whatever. And they they got the upper hand. Yeah. So, but yeah, with that aside, <laughs> we talked a lot about it without, I don't actually know of saying much, but. I was going to say, this actually, yeah, did turn into uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare slash Warfare. Warzone. That's what I meant. Warzone. Yeah. Uh, little episode. 
but there's nothing wrong with that. It's all good. It's part of it's part of Call of Duty Modern yeah. Warfare. It came out with that originally. Black Ops did jump into it. There has been a lot of issues since that has happened, which I will talk about when we talk about Black Ops. Um, but other than that, I guess if that's it, uh, don't forget, check us out on Podbean, uh, write your comments. We are active. We'll respond to that. Check us out on Facebook. We are game on presented by no tokens required. We're active on there too. drop in, tell us your thoughts. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. And you know what? Uh, for those of you listening on iTunes, if you could drop us a review, that'd be awesome too. We're really just we're, we're getting some good traction right now. We really just want to kind of, you know, expand our our um, listener base, and you know, we're just kind of hoping to pick up some more people. So thank you to everybody who's listening. And um, I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game, game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for the events no part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required.